Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. Do you sometimes wish you could make your kitchen linoleum bright and smooth as the day it was new? If you do, I have some good news for you. Of course, now, I can't promise to make an old piece of linoleum brand new, but I can come mighty close. All you need, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. It's easy to apply, there's no rubbing or buffing, and glow coat takes only a few minutes to dry. But what a difference that shining coat of wax makes to your kitchen floor. You'll say it hasn't looked so smooth and bright in years. Its color's never so fresh and gay. You see, the shine you get with Johnson's Glow Coat is brighter than ever today. In fact, almost twice as bright as before. And listen to this. Johnson's Glow Coat will also save you lots of work. Dirt and spill things wipe up so easily with just a damp cloth. Try it. Brighter than ever, Johnson's self-polishing Glow Coat. There's no easier way to bring out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. busiest place in Wistful Vista tonight is the living room at number 79, for Mr. McGee is planning a hunting trip. Yep, every year at this same time, he goes out to the same lake to shoot the same gun at the same ducks. With the same luck, no ducks. <laughs> Mrs. McGee is helping him gather his gear as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I can hardly wait to get out to Dugan's Lake tomorrow. You know what, Molly? That place is crawling with ducks. I bet there's a million mallards milling around out there. Well, I hope the ducks are as eager as you are, dearie. Yeah, let me see now. I got my lunch basket, shotgun shells, hip boots, my cigars, shells. Hey, I wonder if I ought to take some dry socks. What are you wearing now, wet ones? Well, I will be, or maybe I ought to just patch the leak in my boots. No, it's easier to take dry socks, well, I Well, now, think. you take plenty of warm clothes. It gets pretty cold out of Dugan's Lake, you know. Don't worry, I'll be warm. Oh, hey, my bathing suit. Don't let me forget my bathing suit. Bathing Molly. suit? Why your bathing suit? My shotgun's rolled up in it. Oh. <laughs> Keeps it from getting rusty. Now, let me see. I'll take my hunting knife, my shells, and my stocking cap. Say, shells. incidentally, who's going on this wild goose chase with you, anyhow? Not wild geese, Tootsie. Ducks. Well, <laughs> if I remember your last duck hunt, it was a goose chase, dearie. Yeah, well. <laughs> Hello, if you want somebody to go along. Oh, I'm... didn't I tell you, Doc Gamble and I cooked up the trip. Wilcox and Foggy Williams are going with us. They're going to pick me up here in Doc's car at 4 o'clock in the morning tonight. What time is it? Why, it's 7.30. 7.30. My, I'll bet you will have a lot of fun. Yeah. I suppose the uh, car will be crowded with the guns and all that. Oh, no, we'll, we'll have plenty of room. Now, let me see. I don't want to forget my shells and my duck call and the sweaters. Come in. Well, Horatio K. Boomer in person. Hi, Boomer. Come in, Mr. Boomer. Thank you, my little buttercup. Greetings to you, butterball. <laughs> hey, Boomer, what are you going to be doing tonight at 4 o'clock tomorrow morning? 
sir, that question is an unwarranted intrusion upon the privacy of a duly qualified citizen. I refuse to answer on the grounds that anything I say might incriminate me. It always does. <laughs> Himself is going hunting, Mr. Boomer, for ducks. Yeah, I'm Doc Gamble and Wilcox and Weatherman, Boomer. Care to go along? I'd love to, my boy, except for one thing. I have a date with a friend of mine at 4 o'clock in the morning to go house hunting. Oh. Let's see. Careless fellow, imagine anyone losing a house. <laughs> Well, maybe he just forgot his address, Mr. Boomer. No, I wrote it down myself, my dear, in my address book. Got it right here in my pocket. Address book? That... Where did I put that address book? Oh, dear. Here's an interesting thing a used car dealer gave me. A set of Cadillac hubcaps to use when selling an Oldsmobile. <laughs> Here's a beaver top hat. <laughs> Those little fellows must look cute in top hats. <laughs> Here's an invitation to a coming out party for a friend of mine. Just finished a stretch for tall johnning a truck. Tall johnning a truck? Hijacking to you, plowboy. <laughs> now, what did I do with that address book? Here's an eight ball. Gift from the chief of police. Spent so much time behind it, they let me bring it home. <laughs> uh, what have we here? Oh, yes. Small pocket mold for making buffalo nickels. No kidding, Boomer. Can you really make nickels with that thing? Yes, indeed. Highly impractical, though, my boy. Cost 50 cents a piece to make them. <laughs> Here's a check for short beer. Well, well, imagine that. No address book. If you'll excuse me now, I must go down to the barber shop for a haircut. <laughs> Be very interesting to watch somebody clip me for a change. <laughs> Happy hunting, Mallet Mouse. Farewell, farewell. So long, man. Where was I when Boomer came in? Oh, yeah, now let me see now. I want to take plenty of matches to build a fire to dry off when I fall in the lake. When you fall in the lake? Do you always fall in the lake when you go duck hunting? Well, sure, don't everybody? My gosh, you can't fire a double barrel shotgun standing up in a boat and leaning over backwards. Uh... <laughs> hey, I don't want to forget my boat. Boat? My 16 man rubber life raft that I bought at the war surplus store. Oh. You know, the one that got inflated in the living room, remember? How could I forget it? Ah, that baby gets its first workout on this trip. For once, I'm going to have a big boat big enough for everybody. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> you know, I remember when you bought it, you said I could go with you this year, you know? As soon as it gets warmer, kiddo. Uh -huh. You wouldn't want to go on a day like tomorrow's going to be, cold and clammy. I wouldn't mind the weather, dearie. I think it would be fun to go along. Oh, you wouldn't like it, Molly. It's too rugged. Hey, if you're going upstairs for anything, bring down some sweaters for me and stuff, will you? All right. I suppose you know best. You betcha. Ah, there goes a good kid. He knows that I don't think she ought to go. So is she going to be sweet and reasonable about it? <laughs> no, sir, she'll heckle me all night. <laughs> she wants to go hunting the worst way, and if there's any worse way than with me in a rubber boat, I don't know what to do. <laughs> come in, come in. Oh, hi, Teeny. <laughs> Say, aren't you out a little late, sis? It's almost 8 o'clock. Sure. I went to the movies and stayed for three pictures and... Hey, what you doing with all the stuff pile up there, mister? Watch ya. I'm going hunting in the morning, sis. Duck hunting. Out to Dugan's Lake. Oh? Uh-huh. <laughs> My daddy likes to go duck hunting a bit. Yeah? He always gets something when he goes hunting, too. <laughs> he does, eh? Sure. Hmm? I says he does, eh? Who does? Your daddy. That's why. Always get something. When? When he goes hunting. I know it. <laughs> oh, boy. He's got a wonderful...
wonderful hunting dog, too, I bet you. He always takes him. Hmm. He's a setter. The dog? No, my daddy. Oh. <laughs> he just sits on a log and waits till a duck's come over. <laughs> Very intelligent. Yeah. He doesn't like to get his feet wet. Your daddy? The dog. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't get a single duck, but he always comes home full of chiggers. The dog? Both of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mister. Ask me what's his name. Go on, ask me. Okay, what's his name? My daddy? No, the dog. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. You'll be glad, I bet you. Yeah. Our dog's name is Mr. McGee. <laughs> no kidding. Named your dog for me, did you say? Yes. My daddy named him. Oh. He says he's always hungry, he sleeps all day, and he's always putting a bite on somebody. <laughs> Billy Mills in the orchestra and Tallahassee. already. We all have to hurry. Let's see. I got my shelves, my thermos bottle, lunch basket, my sweaters, extra sweaters, McGee. blankets. Huh? <laughs> I'll bet you'll have a wonderful time out there tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't get in the way at all if you'd only listen. Oh, now, you and I'll go hunting one of these days, Molly, when the weather's nicer. Gee whiz, this is no trip for a woman. Oh, Cold, wind blowing, maybe drizzling rain, probably won't get any ducks. Besides, after I've crawled half a mile through four inches of ice water, dragging a 16-man life raft and carrying my shotgun and get to the lake to find I left my shells in the car, I talk awful. <laughs> Heavenly days, it doesn't sound like much fun. Uh-oh. Come in. Oh, it's Dr. Gamble. Hello, Doctor. My gosh, you're not ready to go yet, Doc. It's only 10 o'clock. No, no, just on my way home to get some sleep. 
Great Scott, what are you packing for, Admiral? Huh? Trip to the South Pole? We're just going out to Dugan's Lake, you know. Yeah, well, I like my comfort, medicine man. And who'll be the first one to turn blue and start beeping for a blanket out there? You will. And I got two of them stowed together here so they'll reach almost clean around you. <laughs> Doctor, I'll bet you boys will have fun out there today. I love... know if little Scattershot here will watch his gunnery, my dear. Oh. Last time I went duck hunting with him, I was too busy ducking to hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about my gunnery, Bullseye. I was raised with shotguns and high-powered rifles. I've always been known in gun circles as strictly a high-caliber guy. Yes, I've heard that said about you many times. Oh, really, Doctor? Not in those exact words, of course. They usually say, here comes that big boar, McGee. (laughs) (laughs) Don't change the subject, Fatso. We're talking about hunting. And for your information, I've been hunting ducks for 30 years. That long, McGee? Certainly, and one of these days, I'll get one, too. (laughs) And you'll deserve it, my boy. I've watched you on hunting trips before, and you ought to get the bird. That's better, Doctor. I appreciate your respect. You're not saying that just because you admire me. No, I'm not. Believe me. (laughs) Is this your first hunting trip this season, Doctor? Yes, I've been too busy with other people's trips so far, Molly. Mort Toops gave me a frantic call yesterday. Yeah? I went over to his house and probed a hat full of birdshot out of the fleshy part of his (laughs) brother-in-law. You ought to watch yourself out hunting, Doc. You walk so much like a duck that anybody's liable to make a mistake. (laughs) Thank you, my boy. Uh... (laughs) Look, do you mind if I give you a few simple rules to follow out at the lake tomorrow? Not at all, Doctor. Rattle them off. See if I carry skibibble. Well, in selecting a target out there tomorrow, I wish you'd remember just three things. Mm-hmm. If it has horns, it's a cow. If it has overalls, it's a farmer. And if it gets up off the lake with yellow bill, webbed feet, and green feathers, don't shoot. I've already got a bead on it. <laughs> I'll see you at four. Good night, Molly. Go on, Molly. be careful out there, McGee. Dr. Gamble is, isn't he? Now, he talks careful, sure. But there's the guy to watch with a gun, Molly. My gosh, last time we went hunting, Doc shot three guys before we'd been there an hour. Oh, no, McGee. Certainly. They got their feet wet, seeing Doc shot them full of penicillin, oh. so they wouldn't... <laughs> hey, you seen my camp stool? I like to sit down when I'm in the blind. Where's my camp? May I come in, folks? Hello, Mr. Wilcox, by all means. Hi, Junior. I'll be with you in a minute. As soon as I finish putting... Oh, this... maybe I can help you, pal. What are you looking for? Looking for? Yeah. Rummaging through that pile of junk there. What do you mean, junk? This is the equipment I'm taking with me tomorrow, tonight. <laughs> he likes to be prepared for anything, Mr. Wilcox. I imagine the harpoon there is in case a whale happens to blow while you're out on the lake. <laughs> that harpoon is a boat hook. And it's come in plenty handy, too. Plenty of times to fish guys out of the lake with, too. I got rips and three pairs of pants to prove it. <laughs> well, uh, hunting should be pretty good tomorrow. They say that... Hey, that's a handsome shotgun you've got there. Let me see it. You like it? Set Foggy Williams back 50 bucks. Well, (laughs) it looks it. But hey, you shouldn't let the stock get in that condition, though, pal. That's a nice piece of walnut. You know, little Johnson's wax would do wonders for it. Ah, 
Just one application of Johnson's Wax would bring out all the natural beauty of the grain and restore this piece of fine wood to its original handsome finish. Guns, too, Mr. Wilcox? Oh, absolutely, Molly. You know what wonders you can do for any sort of fine woodwork with Johnson's Wax. How beautiful it makes it, how it protects it against dirt and dust and dampness. Matter of fact, I always keep my entire gun covered with Johnson's Wax. Ah! <laughs> McGee keeps his covered with an old bathing suit. <laughs> well, it's no substitute for wax, believe me. For your floors and furniture and leather goods, there's only ah, one... Ah, look. Omaha. Yes, pal? You play baseball, don't you? Oh, little why? Suppose you were on third base and I hit a double. What would you do? Go home, pal. I'm already home. You go home. Okay, see you at four. Good night, Molly. Good night. a little rough on him, McGee? No, I actually don't mind. Oh, my gosh, I gotta get busy. Look at the time. It's getting late. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, um, I could carry a lot of this stuff for you if I went along, McGee. I think it would be fun to watch you boys shoot him. Oh, that's no kind of a trip for a girl, Molly. <laughs> Mud all over your feet, guns banging away all around. It's noisy and cold. You wouldn't like I it. I could dress warm, dearie. My goodness, I got sweaters and mittens. Look, kiddo, you know I'd be the first one to take you if I thought you'd enjoy it, but you wouldn't. So there's no use me forcing you to be uncomfortable. I'm too thoughtful a guy to take any wife of mine on a thought with such a trip. Come in. Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, kids. What you doing up so late? <laughs> I was just going to ask you the same thing. I haven't seen you out this late since Halloween. No, I couldn't go to sleep, Johnny. Why not? I didn't go to bed. <laughs> hey, you going hunting, kids? Well, himself here is Mr. Old-timer. I'd like to go. I'm Doc Gamble and Wilcox and Foggy Williams, old-timer, going out to Dukes Lake for ducks, four o'clock in the morning tonight. Yeah, it's a good thing I came along. I'll go with you and show you where to find the duck. Oh, well, now, I don't know. You see, we're going in Doc Gamble's car, and it's kind of crowded. Don't apologize, Johnny. I don't mind a bit. Mm. If it gets too crowded, I can ride on somebody's lap. <laughs> if I can find somebody in that crowd that's got a lap. <laughs> Say, uh, do you do much hunting, Mr. Oldtimer? Every time anybody asks me like this, daughter... I'm just the fellow to show these boys where the ducks is. Ducks are. They sure are, Johnny and Gee. Yeah? I was out there yesterday and got myself four ducks. Four ducks? My gosh, what were they, mallards? Uh, no. Canvasbacks? Nope, some new kind, daughter. The fellow I showed them to said they were called, uh, uh decoys. Oh. <laughs> decoys? My gosh, those weren't ducks. Those were made of wood. Is that so? Sure. I thought they were flying off low. Hey, I'll run home and change my clothes and grab my gun and get over to Doc's house. I'll be sitting on his front steps at 3.30, right on the button. On the button? Yep. <laughs> I always wear my hunting pants backwards for luck. <laughs> Come on, man. The King's Men and a Friend of Yours. I've been looking for a playmate Somebody on whom I knew I could depend I guess that this must be my lucky day, mate Cause you're the kind I've wanted And I'll stick right to the end I want to be a friend of yours And a little bit more I want to be a pal of yours 
wanna be your buddy, buddy. Though the road be smooth or muddy, I wanna be a friend of yours. Man a little bit, man a little bit, man a little bit more. I wanna be a pal of yours, you bet I do. I'll stick around and see you through, much tighter than glue. I'll be around with a cheerful howdy, though the skies be clear or cloudy. I want to be a friend of yours, and a little bit, and a little bit, and a little bit more. I want to be the one you love, a little bit more. True to you as the skies above, a little bit more. my flashlights, here's my old hip boots, rubber life boats on the front porch, and here's the oars. There. Now I got everything now, Molly. Well, I hope so, dearie. Look at the time. Ten minutes to four. Oh, my gosh. We've been working all night on this stuff. Doc and the boys will be here any minute. Oh, boy. Oh, I wish I had time to rest a while before they got here. You know, you said when you bought that rubber boat that it would be big enough so I could go, too. <laughs> you promised, Mickey. You said and I I'll could go. And I'll keep my promise, too, kiddo. You will go one of these days. Hey, I think I'll stretch out here on the Davenport a minute until Doc gets here. Ah. Seems to me if it's a big enough boat for 16 men, it ought to hold one woman. <laughs> Small one, anyway. Here, yeah, don't you worry. We'll go. I could sit way back in the scow, or the prow, or sit back there somewhere. I wouldn't be a bit of trouble... McGee. Oh, dear. They'll be here before he can get any rest. He should have gone to bed long ago. Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Williams. Come in. How are you? Fair, thank you. Somewhat cloudy at the moment, of course, due to having just gotten up. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Gamble asked me to be here at four, so I... Oh, oh, I didn't see Mr. McGee sleeping there. Well, he just lay down there this minute, Mr. Williams. <laughs> We've been up all night getting all his stuff ready here. I see. That's quite an impressive pile of... Equipment. <laughs> oh, say, that's where my flashlight disappeared to. Wonderful. Flashlight? The new one sticking out of his pocket there. What a nice surprise. I thought I'd lost it. Well, I only hope you haven't, Mr. Williams. Sometimes McGee forgets to... Oh, here they are. Here they are. Come in, come in, come in. Hello, Molly. Hello, Hello, Hello Molly. Molly. How are you? Well, you still up, Molly? Where's your little... Oh, sleeping as usual, is he? Now, he just laid down there, boys. Just this minute. Come on, McGee. Four o'clock. Let's get his stuff out of the car, fellas. All right, I'll take the back of these sweaters and his boots. Oh, look up, Foggy. Here, you can carry more than that. I'll pick up that stuff, Foggy. Come on, let's get going here. All right. Uh, Just look at him sleep. Isn't that a beautiful expression? Like a lump of putty that fell off a truck. I think a lump of putty is a mite more rosy cheek, Doc. Come on, snore snoot. Let's go hunting. Well, I'll take the oars and some sweaters and his gun. I've got the lunch basket and some sweaters. Now, don't forget the sweaters over here on the piano, boy. Okay, Molly, we'll get them. (laughs) Deep breather, ain't he? Lungs in your stomach. 
Look at that jughead go. By George, that proves a theory of mine that the brainier a man is, the lighter he sleeps. Oh, I'll wake him. McGee, sweetheart. Breakfast is ready. Oh, heavenly days, he is asleep. And he wanted to go hunting so badly, Doctor. Well, we can't fool around any longer, Molly. We'll be out of luck. Anybody that wants to sleep that badly doesn't want to go hunting anyway. Sleeping like a baby. A baby beef. <laughs> Say, look, Molly, we've got everything. Why don't you go with us? Me? <clears throat> oh, I shouldn't. Although McGee wouldn't mind, but... Oh, I wouldn't want to be a bother, Doctor. Although I'd stay out of the way, of course, but... Uh, do you think I should? Come along, daughter. Glad to have you. Johnny here won't need you. Yes, you'll enjoy it, Molly. Go get ready. We'll wait. Well, I, I really shouldn't, but I won't be but a minute. Johnny's age shows on him when he's sleeping, don't it, Doc? His face is looser than a bucket of BBs. That <laughs> sure is. Here, help me get this box of shells out from under him. Come on. Yeah, that's it. Woo! I'm ready. Did I keep you waiting, boys? I hurried. Fine. Let's go. Now, don't drag your feet. Don't wake him. He's sleeping so sound. Come, Molly. You did all right for yourself, too. I'll say she did. I've got your ducks right here, Molly. Oh, thanks, Mr. Wilcox. Just lay them down there. <laughs> Imagine me getting four ducks. Yeah, I didn't know you could shoot like that. You're quite a hunter. Oh, oh, oh I was just lucky. <laughs> Whittle McGee sees me with four ducks. Oh, look, doctor. Look at him. Great. Scott. Practically noon, and he hasn't even turned over. Sweetheart, wake up. <laughs> huh? Oh, my God. Oh, you're here already, Doc? I must have dozed off. I'm ready, though. Everything's set. Don't have to wait for me, boy. Hand me my sweater, Molly. Get my gun, Junior. Grab those ducks and... Duck! I shot them myself, McGee. Four of them. You shot them yourself? You mean you went without me? You were asleep. We couldn't wake you. Well, gee whiz, you might have shook me a little or called me. Well, what time is it? Just because I hadn't... Duck! Oh, my gosh! Four of them! Where's my gun? Oh, you shot him yourself! Look at the duck! Duck! Bibber and Molly return in just a moment. I think you'll agree with me when I say that the brighter the shine you give your kitchen linoleum, the more beautiful it becomes. Think then how really beautiful you can make your kitchen floor with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. You see, the shine you get with this old favorite is brighter than ever today. In fact, the Johnson's glow coat your dealer is now selling gives your linoleum and other floors nearly twice as much shine as before. 
And say, you'll like the wonderful smooth wax finish you get with glow coat. It never streaks. Easy to use? Nothing to it. Just apply and let dry. There's no rubbing or buffing. Johnson's glow coat is easy on you in other ways, too. For instance, muddy footprints and spill things wipe up with just a whisk of a damp cloth. Try it. Now, brighter than ever, Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to bring out the beauty of the home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. More duck, McGee? Uh, no, thanks, kiddo. I'm loaded. Hey, did Wilcox send that telegram to Racine to the Johnson Regional Manager's meeting? Yes, he read it to me on the phone. Oh? It said, best wishes from all of us to all of you. Yeah, very clever wording. <laughs> Boy, this duck is swell. There's just one thing that would have made it better. What's that? A hunk of cheese. Cheese with wild duck? Sure. You know how I love cheese and quackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, McGee. Huh? Oh, good night. Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. This is WMAQ NBC in Chicago.